my day. Okay. Hi. Hi. Okay. Do you have any idea what I'm doing today? Uh. If you should do, we welcome say. our guests? Hi. Welcome to Sisterly History of Mysteries. Like Episode four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. So we have not recorded an episode since May. <laughs> we haven't, and I'm going to report out um, because of them. Um, since we're recording, like we'll do two or like two at a time, and then um, so it's not like we're recording on the day of and then posting. So any corrections we might have um, are going to be a long time coming, frankly. Right. So they, you know. Don't expect them on the next episode, necessarily. Uh, I don't know if this is always going to be our system, but... No, I do I mean, have a correction. Actually, I do. Uh, I didn't episode... think we had enough listeners to have a correction. <laughs> no, but I just, you know, episode. I just wanted to say episode two, um, towards the end, I meant to say uh, shortwave radio, and I said shockwave radio, and then I got you saying shockwave radio. There's I went with it. thing, I don't think. A shockwave is when a bomb goes off, and... Hmm. Then all the energy, like... The more you know. Fuck shit up. So, whoops. I didn't question it. Thank you. Hmm. Um, I don't think I have any corrections. Um, how was your day? Oh, it's morning for you. Yeah, it's morning. It's 10, 20? I don't know. Yeah. I went to the... um, How's your day? just woke up, showered, ate some sausage balls. Yesterday, I went to the uh, Bristol Renaissance Fair with some friends. I saw on Instagram. Oh, nice. It was fun. It's fun. Cool. They have a couple Scottish stores, and I got to look up, um, like, because we're Scottish. I don't know how Scottish you are because of the dad situation. I'm going to point out for our listeners on this side of the pond, Americans really like to say that they are, like, what their ancestry is. Sorry, yeah. No, like, you can say it. I'm not from Scotland, but, like... You apparently have ancestors from Scotland. Yes, correct. I don't feel any strong ties to any country. Like, I apparently have ancestors from England and Ireland, but... Oh, yeah, we're technically half-sisters, if this is confusing to you, but, like, we're sisters. But, like, yeah, technically, yeah. we might have different ancestries. But, like, bit. I don't feel any strong ties to any particular ancestry just because, like, we're so white-bred Midwestern American. Like, I don't really yeah. don't feel any connection to any of that. But if you do, good for you. That's cool that you don't I know, yeah. That. I don't want to be like, I'm Scottish because, like, no, I've literally never been. But, like, that's exciting to me. I think it's – I would love to go. Hmm. But, yeah, no, I have no, like, experience. I don't know anything. Like, I don't. I just think it's neat. Hmm. Yeah, it is. It is neat. Yeah. So that's fine. Uh, cool. Mm-hmm. I closed a show last night. You did. If you didn't see Kate Crackernuts, you missed your chance. And probably by the time you listen to this, you will have really missed your chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was good. We went out after. There was a girl DJ, which I always love. I feel like you never see female DJs. That's neat. At yeah. the Ren Fair, I saw a girl night. I'm into that. I was, yeah, it was awesome. I was like, I want to be you. Aww. Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's your it's your episode. 
I know. You started saying, do I have any idea? I have absolutely no idea. Um, Unless you told me and I forgot. No, I didn't tell you. Mm. I'm so excited. Is ah. it something I know about? Yeah. Is it the boys in the tower? Mm-mm. Okay, good. Because that would be too similar. I feel like I would let you do that one. Oh, thanks. Um, no, tell me what it is. I can't. I have to do a big reveal. Oh, okay. Well, start. Do okay. your thing. This might be a little bit long, but I'm just so excited for it. Okay. Oh, are you ready? Oh, I'm so excited. Ew. Did, if what? you just heard that sound, that was a knuckle crunch, listeners. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm so pumped. I did so much research for this. Um, I'll get into sources specifically at the end. One thing I used that was... Actually, no. I don't want to ruin it, so I'll wait to the end to talk about sources. Unless I have, like, a direct quote or information. Like, I'm reading very specifically from something, then I'll clarify. I have a side note about our first reviewer. Oh, yeah. Our first reviewer was my good friend, Rebecca, who I would like to have on the show at some point. And, um, she, I think, is also starting a podcast. I don't really have any details on that yet, but hers seems like it's going to be, like, way higher production value than ours. <laughs> uh, if you are interested in her podcast, I don't even really know what it's going to be about. But she's just a gem of a person, and she's at the Search for Pink on Instagram. So if you're looking for more podcasts to listen to, check her out. I'm so excited for our first review. Yeah, she's, so she's a gem. Yeah. I have two friends who want to be on the show. Um, we had talked about if the, if the point of this podcast is connecting over distance by telling these stories to have occasional guests who are people that we miss. So I would be highly down for that. And I think mm -hmm. it'd be cool to get more voices in the room or the metaphorical room. Cause we're not in the same room. Yeah, I have. Well, my friend Nico has a fun story, short and sweet about the Smith house, but I think it's really cool. Okay. Um, so we covered that in one. And then my friend Stacy yesterday, we were at the run for her birthday. <clears throat> She's mm -hmm. like, I want to be on the show. And I was like, well, we're recording tomorrow. Do you want, you know, do you want to call in or something? And she's like, no, 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 no. I have to prepare notes. And I was like, well, what do you, <laughs> do you have something specific? Like, do we need to dedicate like an episode to what you want to do? Like, what do you, she's like, I just need to prepare notes. I was like, well, yeah, it's research based. <laughs> like I, this yeah. one took me weeks. My next one. Mm -hmm. No, I thought it was adorable. I, I love her, and I think I think it's really cool that she wanted to, like, prepare something. I think that's awesome. Mm. Right. Okay. Okay, I'm very excited now. Go. Okay. Megan. So. Yeah. This is fun because this is a story. Whoa, sorry. Gotta adjust. So well, you said I do know what it is. Yeah. So this is a story that we have slight personal ties to, but its history goes deeper than you think. Is it Walt Disney? Shut- I need you to stop guessing in case you ruin it. I thought you wanted me to guess. Okay, we- okay. Residents of this small Missouri town, as well as interested folk around the country, think this place is just an old, potentially haunted mansion with a history of tragic and catastrophic events. But it goes way deeper than that, sis. This isn't your typical haunted abandoned orphanage story. It has everything. We're talking orphan ghosts. We're talking secret societies. And you know what's exciting about it, Megan? You've been there. That's right. For our great-grandmother's funeral wake, we're talking about odd fellows. Oh, what a good one. I'm so mad, actually. I'm furious. This is such a good one. <laughs> that okay. you didn't guess. Okay. What? That you didn't guess or you didn't do it? That you're doing it and I don't get to. Okay. No, so it's really good. We're gonna. I, I figured we'd talk about it at um, 
the end. But just for context for now, for whatever reason, our great-grandmother decided to have her funeral week at this place. Uh, it's not like it's not like a haunted house. I mean, it is, but it's also like a winery and stuff. They do events. It's a winery now. Yeah. Also, she, I don't know if she decided where her wake was going to be. No, I think she wanted to have it there. Okay. I think she was like, when I die, this is where I want us to party. Okay. Okay. Um, so... Oddfellows, now known as the Belvoir Winery, uh, and Inn, <laughs> has been standing on Liberty, Missouri property since at least the early 1900s, uh, though some sources say as early as the late 1800s. I think what actually happened, I'm not sure what it was when it was originally built, uh, but it was maybe 88, 1888. Mm-hmm. It was originally a hotel. Though the majority of what stands now was uh, built and erected by, when I say built, I mean like expanded, new buildings erected. were added. Um, uh, and this is where shit gets crazy, and I had no idea about this until I did my research. It was, uh, for the majority of the history, it was like owned by a secret society called the Independent Order of the Oddfellows. Um, some people call it like poor man's masonry. Um, <laughs> That's so Missouri. It's shady. It is. So the thing about growing up near Oddfellows, so we spent the first however many years of our lives until I was in fifth grade. Um, we lived in Liberty, Missouri. And um, growing up near Oddfellows is that everyone said, like, it's a creepy haunted mansion, like, you know, any small town might have. Um, so basically, like, I don't know what you heard growing up. But it's really big, though. It's not like it's not like a haunted house. It's like it has a bunch of property as well. It's a ton It's of like buildings. Haunted Mansion situated on a bunch of, like... Yeah, it's like a complex, isn't it? Yeah. And a bunch like an of estate. land. Yeah. Ah, an estate, yes. So, you know, the stories that I heard from our neighbor was that it was an orphanage and then an insane asylum, but the truth is actually a little sexier, kind of, maybe. Was it a World War One hospital? Good to that. World that War doesn't make II. any sense. There was no World War One on... American soil. <laughs> I know. I Sorry, but I'm not wrong. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So this place was primarily owned by the Independent Order of the Odd Fellows, a non-political and non-sectarian internal fraternal order. Um, end quote from Wikipedia. Um, I never knew about this. I found out about this group um, during my research over the past week or two. Um... So, before we dive in, I want to preface something. Uh, This is, first and foremost, a historical podcast, meaning we want to be primarily grounded in truth or facts. We're interested in myth, but... um, I'd say my next one is mostly myth. Yeah, but, like, okay. Basically, my thing here is, like, we're not, like, a paranormal podcast. We're not here to tell people Mm. that, like, ghosts are real and, like, what you should believe. However, the reputation of Oddfellows as a haunted house, it's kind of part of its history, and, like, part of its mystique. Um, this place has been featured on Ghost Adventures, and that episode was bullshit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was just... Actually, the owners, I think, came forward and were like, what the fuck were they doing? I love how you're continually trying to start beef. <laughs> you're just always talking shit about other people. Okay. Um... So, uh, but its legacy is ultimately a part of its fame and historical relevance, so we're gonna talk about, like, 
really we're talking about the history of it. We'll get into, like, potential hauntings at the end. Um, that seems fair. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Okay. Bloop. So, uh, first we need to get into the Independent Order of the Oddfellows. Uh, the Oddfellows uh, are not associated officially with Freemasons, but they're kind of the same idea. They're both non-political secret societies who do charitable work and have secret members with secret stuff that I can't really go into detail because despite the fact that I attempted to do a lot of research for this uh, for a while, I couldn't find a definitive answer like as to what it is these people actually do. Mm. And even if I did, we'd probably need to save it for another episode because that's just gonna like open up a whole other rabbit hole and I'm really tired. It's like its own thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um... So one thing that I did find that these people are supposed to do is, quote, promoting personal and social development, end quote. And I thought that was a little vague. Um, it's like a provide... networking organization, but also they're a secret society. Right, yeah. Um, one thing they did do was provide lodging for members and their associates who are in need of some help. So it's operating throughout the 1900s, so that's the Depression, that's both world wars. Uh, you can mm-hmm. imagine the kind of turmoil people were in. And initially, I was like, how many members do they have, though? Like, that seems like a really small operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it's estimated that up to 40% of Americans in the early 1900s could have been involved with secret societies. That's not a secret society. Wait, in various secret societies? Yes. I thought you meant in this specific one. No. Like, they <laughs> had ties to, could have been involved with something. I see. Um, so it's a hotel for their members? So basically what happened was, in like 1888, someone built a hotel, and then it went under in 95, and then the odd fellows were like, we'll buy it, and we'll turn it into a hotel I for see. our members. I see. So that's how Odd Fellows Home began in Missouri. They're basically a bunch of Odd Fellows Homes across the country, but this was one of the first. Oh. I think it might have been that. the first. So it starts with a single building on a 200-plus acre plot of land. Uh, women and children filled its halls, but five years after the property was purchased by the IOOF, disaster would strike. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Possibly the most infamous piece of Oddfellows history is the fire. You've heard mm-hmm. of this. Yeah, it's all very vague. When mm-hmm. did... When were we there? When did Grandma die? Like, I was probably 16. Yeah, that sounds right. So that's probably a good eight eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, I... And I hadn't really given it much thought since then, so it's... I have a vague memory of it. Do you remember seeing, like, the scorch marks on the building? Mm-mm. But I remember seeing the, like, ruined other buildings, like mm-hmm. the side buildings that have just sort of collapsed. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, go on. Yeah. Legend had it, as I heard when I was a kid, that fire uh, started in the orphanage and killed hundreds of children. Um, But what really happened was an incident in 1900 in the main and only building at that time um, before a separate orphanage was built. And then it... I'm uh, sorry. I don't know if I'm just really not listening or like... So there's... The main building is the lodgings and then there's also a separate building that's an orphanage. Okay, so... I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. There's only one building right now. So they bought the pro- This is what- This is gonna explain all that. Um, okay. Basically, they buy the property, which only has one building. Mm-hmm. Then the fire happens. And then after the fire in 1900, they build, like, five buildings. Okay, so this- But the building that burns down, was it an orphanage? No. 
No. Okay, I just... see. So the orphanage part is a rumor that the orphanage burned down. Yes, correct. Sorry. Got it, got it, got it. Got so it. that's the thing, like, part of the legend that isn't real, that, like, people said, like, oh, an, orphan, an orphanage burned down and all the kids died. Well, there were probably orphans living in there, but the actual orphanage itself wasn't yet built. Okay. Um, is that... Was this, like, a long-term hotel? As in, like, mm-hmm. people who were down on their luck and didn't have anywhere else to go? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Does that make sense? Sorry. Keep it Am I doing me. a bad job? It's very warm. No, I'm just, like, I'm really tired. I went out last night, I won't lie. Okay. <laughs> like, we were out for the cast party. So, basically, what happens? 1990. An attempt to thaw some frozen pipes led to a fire and destroyed the building. Uh, I couldn't find any research about specifically how many people might have died in the fire, uh, but feasibly I can imagine that there would be casualties, because records state that the building was pretty much wiped out. Mm -hmm. I'm really disappointed that I don't have more information on that, specifically the death count, which Mm. is kind of fucked up, but, and I don't mean to be inappropriate, but I'm just like, it's such a big part of the legend, and I'm, you know, while doing this research, I'm trying to piece together, like, what we heard as kids, like, how much of that well, is and you're trying true. To be, yeah, you're trying to be factual. Yeah. So that makes sense. Exactly. This fucked up thing happens in 1900. There's a huge fire. People probably die. And um, that is, like, the big, like, climactic thing about the legend of Oddfellows. Mm-hmm. But it's really only the beginning of the history of Oddfellows' mm. home. So, similarly to a phoenix rising from the ashes, five buildings were erected after the fire. You keep saying erected. Sorry. <laughs> the people of the IOF rebuilt, and by 1930, the Oddfellows home contained a brick administration building. I think that might be the main building. I thought you... The building is made out of brick, and it's for administration. I, th- uh-huh. I thought you meant the building was for brick administration, no. and I was like, what does that They're mean? Brick. I don't know why I said that. That might be a copy and paste. Um... Mm. So an administration building, an orphanage, a school, a hospital, a working farm, and a cemetery. And that all goes up uh, between 1900 and 1930. Mm-hmm. A nursing home and a new hospital were added in the 1950s. Able-bodied adults and children were expected to work on the farm and pay a fee to live on the property. Especially in the early years, Oddfellows was brimming with children who, at some points in history, even outnumbered the adults. I think it was, like, in 1950, there were, like, or no, 1915, sorry, there were, like, 54 adults living there and, like, 111 kids. Okay. Contrary to legend, the children were rather well educated. Uh, They attended school and learned piano and were able to participate in the marching band. Um, On a side note, this is what you were saying earlier, apparently during World World War II, the hospital also allegedly held German um, prisoners of war. What? Sure don't know how those people ended up in Buffalo, Missouri, <laughs> but okay. Okay. I don't know sure that is. Factors such as the Depression and declining membership in the second half of the 20th century saw the need uh, for the home begin to decline. So, uh, for that reason, the orphanage closes in, 1950- in the ne- early 1950s. And Oddfellows primarily began to be used as a nursing home and a hospital during this time, uh, likely giving Oddfellows its commonly used nickname, according to Google, Oddfellows Asylum. A lot of people Mm. say, like, oh, it was an asylum. 
I don't know, I don't think it specifically ever was, but I, you know, they had, like, two hospitals that they were using, so I would imagine, you know, there were some Mm. patients there for mental treatments. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, In some sources, I found that the reputation of the treatment of the patients, including the elderly people, were not great. Mm. In the 1990s, Oddfellows shut its doors completely and ended ended its reign as we know it. A family purchased the property and turned it into the Belvoir Winery and Inn, which still operates today. Uh, I guess that's it. Mystery solved. The truth isn't as sexy as the legend. There's no mm. asylum, no burning orphanage, just a fire that may or may not have killed a significant number of people. I just didn't find any hard evidence that the deaths that occurred here um, are as sensational as they're made out to be in the stories and campfire tales that have come about over the decades. I guess the history of Oddfellows just isn't that weird. Or it wouldn't be, if not for the dead bodies that have been found inside the walls of Oddfellows Lodges all across the country. Oh my god, I thought you were done, and I was like, yeah, I don't get what's so creepy about that. Yeah. Whoa, keep going. That's the point. Okay. Inside the wall. Did you just tweet? Did I just tweet? I just Did you get a notification that says Megan Carter just tweeted? Yeah. I get those all the time, and I get them about things that I've tweeted on my other accounts hours before. (laughs) Great, 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 great. Okay. I will never forget, one time I got a notification that, um... And it said, Megan Carter's tweet is getting a lot of attention. And I opened it. Nice. And had two likes. Damn, Carly. Why did you have to do me like that? <laughs> I will never forget it. Oh, my God. Okay. So. Okay, wait. This specific Oddfellas Lodge or all different ones? So, um, both. Okay. So, basically, go, go, there's, go, go, go. there's Oddfellas Lodge, these type of lodges all across the country. This one was one of the first. This is real. So, um, (laughs) these type of homes exist nationwide in an attempt to care for the poor and sick and educate the orphaned. So, basically, starting in 1999, various skeletons and dead bodies start popping up in the, in and around these Oddfellas Lodges across the country. Metaphorically popping up. Correct. (laughs) Um, so, okay, the following information is taken from cultofweird.com. Let's fucking do it. Okay. Bellevue, Indiana, 1999. Uh, the Oddfellows home in this town displayed a skeleton decoration hung in a window, according to locals. Turns out it's a real ass dead body. That's fake. That, That's I've heard that a million fake. times. Really? Yes. It's ultimately uh, retrieved in 1999 from a wardrobe inside the home. A 90- what? A 92-year-old member of the Bellevue chapter confirmed a story that the skeleton belonged to a man who drowned in the nearby Big Wood River. Okay. Uh. <laughs> why did they have it? Well, why do they have all of these? There's, like, so it's many. It's not like, it's not like they were hit, like, that's not like someone was killed in the house and then hidden away. That's like, they kept that body in the house. Yeah. Okay. Warrington, Virginia, 2001. This is a direct quote from cultofweird.com. An electrician was working on an Oddfellows Lodge when he discovered a box containing human remains in a space between two walls. 
uh, Jane Doe Oddfellow, as the skeleton was called, was covered in a white shroud. It had leathery ribs and was stored with ceremonial white candles. Bitch, what, do you what mean the leathery fuck? ribs? I don't know. Okay. Why did it do that? Uh, Houston, Missouri, 2003. Children find a skeleton, and once medical experts examine the body and determine, uh, they determine that due to ingrained dirt on the bones that it had once been buried. Okay, so it was dug up. So they put, dug Where up did they body. find it? In the house that they found it? Yeah. I don't understand how you're going to have bodies in a house and people don't know about it. A lot of them were found in... Oh, wait, shit, the shit goes back to the 70s. What the fuck? I left some out. Um, so bodies started being discovered in the 70s? Mm-hmm. And coffins. So it's like they're stored away. St. Clair, Pennsylvania, 76. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 82. Um, Houston, Missouri, uh... When a children's competitive cheerleading team needed a place to practice, parents rented a defunct Oddfellows Lodge downtown. They found a cough, three coffins inside there. One contained a plastic skeleton, another a ceramic-like torso painted to look like an embalmed corpse. Uh, but the third, a child-sized coffin, contained a white cloth mask and real bones held together with black twine. Frankly, I'm more weirded out by the fake bodies. Like, why? What is the purpose of having a fake body? Mm -hmm. Also, especially, like, the mix of the two. Like, either you're going to find a bunch of real bodies or a bunch of fake bodies, like a Halloween, whatever. But you're not going to find a mix of both. Mm -hmm. Weird. Canandaigua, New York. Sounds good. Another direct quote. One Halloween night, an officer was checking to make sure shopkeepers of downtown Canandaigua... I had locked up for the night. When he reached an Oddfellows Lodge, then being used as a bingo hall, the door opened. <laughs> what the fuck? I like all the different things they are. <laughs> the door uh, opened to his touch. He and another officer went inside to investigate where they found a skeleton in a white coffin in a storage closet among Halloween decorations. Since it was Halloween, they thought nothing of it. Six years later, the same officer responded to an anonymous report of human remains finding himself in that same closet. Whoa. Uh, Skyle, Oregon, 2011. Another skeleton is found in a coffin by the child of a member. Warrensburg, New York, 2013. Two skeletons found and given a proper burial. Council Bluffs, Iowa, 2013. Another skeleton found and some guy tried to sell it, but that's not legal in Iowa. Uh, Lafleur County, be. Oklahoma. I'm glad that it's not legal. What? I'm glad that it's not legal. Mm-hmm. LaFleur County, Oklahoma, one body. West Plains, Missouri, one body. Green Bay, Wisconsin, 2016. Two more bodies were found while decorating for a Halloween event. What the fuck? I... I'm confused. Why are you confused? Well, I'm just like, are you gonna give me an answer? I know... No. Like, and I... I know that we're doing a mystery podcast. Do I know but... why all of these bodies are hidden in the walls of these secret society lodges? No. Yes, that's my... But, Carly, this is what I'm saying to you is, like, I don't think I carefully thought through my personality enough when I decided that I wanted to do a mystery podcast because I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like not having the answer. You bitch! <laughs> 
No, I mean in general. They're not going to be all mysteries. I know a couple of mine have been mysteries, but like... Well, it was the same thing with the number stations when I was like, this infuriates me because I like to know things. Well, I'm sorry I've disappointed you so much. No, it's not you. I'm just saying that I am ridiculous for doing a mystery podcast and getting mad when there's a mystery. Mm, Well, I'm offended. (laughs) Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so finally, Oddfellows, Missouri, uh, we currently display a skeleton of a former member named George. We? Meaning it's our hometown. Sorry. Wait, the Oddfellows Oddfellows mansion in Liberty displays a skeleton of a former member? Named George. Were the other bodies identified? Mm, Some of them, partially, maybe. So are they members, a lot of them? Yeah. Remember okay. the one with the candles? Yeah. The woman in the shroud. Yeah, like what is up with that? I don't know. Could women be members? Or could she be a yeah. wife of a member? Yeah. Okay, so like, did the guy, was it, do we know anything about how he came to be displayed there? And what do you mean displayed? He He's in, like, a glass display box. He wanted his body to be, like, used for science, for the knowledge of the Independent Order of the Oddfellows. Like, he wanted them to study him, I think. So, if we don't really know what the society was for, maybe there's something in their ideology that is, like, has to do with wanting their bodies to stay there. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, the Oddfellows in Liberty has a cemetery, mm. and they, you know, there's like 600, you know, bodies in, in there. Not to be gross, but have you seen a picture of this guy in the glass coffin? Yeah. Is it just a skeleton? Just a skeleton, yeah. Did he, like, wait to be a skeleton before he was put in there, or did they put him in there and let him decompose in there? Maybe they used his body for science. You know, maybe they did stuff with the corpse, and then Ew. once he was a skeleton, they put him in. When and so that was that. What? But that that one is <laughs> that one is different to the other ones because he wasn't like discovered hidden away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up with that? Some of these seem like ritualistic to me. The one with the candles. The one with the candles. Even the one hanging up in the window. Like, who was doing that? You know what I mean? Was that yeah. Just... How did that first get hung up in the window? I wonder if it's like kit because i tried to look up i couldn't see if that building is still operating or what it's operating as also like so many of them are being discovered around halloween time Mm -hmm. which is like it makes sense that if you saw a skeleton at halloween you would think it was a decoration but you're not more likely if you're going into a building you're not more likely to find a real skeleton at halloween or any other time Mm -hmm. it's weird that so many of them and like is that am i making a dumb point No, but I mean, only one of them, well... The one hanging was was around Halloween, wasn't it? No, they hung him in the window for Halloween, but I don't think he was... I don't think they thought that was a real skeleton. I think eventually someone found him in the drawer and was like, oh, Oh, this is a real skeleton. How do you hang him up in the window and not know that he's a real skeleton? Surely they feel and look different than a fake skeleton? I'm thinking whoever was hanging him was not the person who found him and turned him in. So you think whoever was hanging him knew that he was a real skeleton? Yeah. 
Maybe. That's fucked up. Back to the guy in the box. Mm-hmm. George. Um, you said you've seen pictures of him. Mm-hmm. And are they are the bones separate, like you'd see laid out on an autopsy table, or is it like a, an intact skeleton? Because if it's intact, it would have to be wired together, right? Like a dis- like in a museum, they have little wires holding them together because the ligaments are gone, or tendons. One of those things are gone. Um, yeah, he's intact. So the some it would have had to been like the bones would be cleaned and then attached with wires. Do yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was definitely put in there after, which duh, because that would be disgusting if he wasn't. But yeah. fascinating at how that whole turn of events came about. Yeah. I had no idea it was that sinister. And it's funny how like there it's funny how there is a real creepy element to the story, but all the creepy ones we know about or like have heard about are fake. Not fake, just not, like, completely true. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, the last thing I want to mention before I open it up to story time of when we went there, um, is this. So, if you remember, when we visited the place, you, me, and Mom, um, took a walk around the grounds, and mm-hmm. I noticed, and Mom noticed, that the top of one of the buildings appeared to have been scorched as mm-hmm. a damage from a fire. I always chalk this up to the infamous fire that happened there, but if you remember from earlier, the original building was destroyed. And what Completely stands destroyed. today wasn't built till after. Okay. So what were those scorch marks from? Are you asking or are you going to tell me? No, I don't know. I'm like, is there another fire? Mm. Maybe did they use parts of the same building like did they reuse part of the stone what if it was struck by lightning maybe but we also Um, found like old sheds outside like you said that like were completely like you know they were left in rubble yeah i guess but like that happens to old places yeah um have there been any ghost sightings like are there stories of specific ghosts yeah 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 do you want to tell a couple, or are you not interested in yeah, that? Yeah, no, um... Can we link it? No. Um, the owner of the winery has said that he, uh, his... Uh, he was, like, in the ballroom with his daughter, and his daughter, like, runs into the hallway or something, and he hears a voice say, like, hello, little one. And then he goes <laughs> out of the hallway and no one's there. Yeah. Stuff like that. Whoa. Um, hmm. They've seen, like, shadow people. It seems like mostly, like, specific apparitions. Like, they'll see, like, whole-ass people, you know, and then they'll, like, yeah. walk into a wall or something. When we were there, <laughs> I remember Mom was talking to the groundskeeper, mm-hmm. who, for reference, uh, is, like, a spitting image of Riff Raff from Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> I do not remember this. Yeah, and she's like, you know, everyone says this place is haunted. Are there really any ghosts? And he's like, yes, and my wife is one of them. I do vaguely remember that. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. Ooh, I want to know about his wife. Well, there's an inn. I thought I heard something about someone who was trying to stay there overnight and couldn't make it through the night because she would wake up and there would be people in her room. Ghost people or real people? Ghost people. 
Mm. Um, the owner has said experiencing a child apparition. Nice. That's what I'm after. Mm-hmm. Give me a child ghost. And also a lady walking across a doorway in the library area. Library ghost. Nice. Mm-hmm. A lot of the buildings, too, like the schoolhouse, they're not they're not in use. They've been abandoned and it's stuff like, you know, there's still school supplies laying out. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I wish I had more answers. Now I feel bad that I don't. No, I mean, that's the point. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would love to invite any listeners to tell us, I don't know, like, how many people even know about Odd Fellows or if you're from a town that has an Odd Fellows Lodge, one, yeah. or if you know anything about one, if you have any theories. They do have, um, at the one in Liberty, they have, like, ghost tours mm-hmm. that you have to book, like, the Halloween one, you have to book, like, a year in advance. It's because there's not that many things to do in Kansas City. Or because it's so popular and so long. Um, I think we should do that someday. I think we should do that. Okay. Oh, that was good. That was creepy. You like it? Did yeah. I disappoint you? No, I think it's just, like, in, it's inherent to my personality that I'm such a control freak that I'd like to have answers. And I think maybe this podcast will be good for me because there are not answers. I, I like that. I like that it was so personal. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, like, when we walked around, you know, mm-hmm. outside when we went there? Yeah, I do. I walked into, like, a cold spot outside. Mm, Outside. Mm, Outside. Probably a ghost. Probably. I can't... I don't know why she wanted to have her funeral wake there. I don't know. Was it a wake? What would you call it? I don't know. I guess it was a wake. We went there, and we were like, our great-grandma's dead. Wakes seem Catholic to me? I don't know. Maybe that's not true. I don't I know. I remember not wanting to go. Like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going. Because <laughs> if it was haunted? Yeah, because I was so scared. Hmm. I always remember, I remember always wanting to go back after that and taking yeah. my friends to, to, like, take pictures and stuff. Yeah. No, once I was there, I wanted to go back. I still want to go mm. back. Apparently the main building, well, no, that's not true. Apparently, like, the first floor, the main building, there's no, like, activity. But I've heard the farther up you go there's more activity. I wonder if that's because ghosts float. (laughs) That's a nice image. (laughs) They're just like, it's like hot air rises. (laughs) Yeah. That's dumb. Okay. Anything else to share with the class? No. That's it. Okay. Well, that's cool. I, I like that there's ones like all over and I, I genuinely would if our audience starts to grow. Because I think right now we mostly have audience in, like, the cities that we live in. Mm-hmm. Our our audience is mostly United States, a little bit England, where I used to live, and a little bit Ireland, where I live now. Mm-hmm. So, um, but if, if our audience starts to grow, and we have um, any listeners in towns that also have an Oddfellows Lodge, yeah, I would love us. to hear about that. Especially if you live in the one with the guy that got hung in the window. Yeah, I need to know more about that situation. Or the cheerleader one. Mm-hmm. What was the, yeah? There's I I'm interested in all of all of the above. So if you 
know anything about that, you can email us at sisterlyhistorymysteries at gmail.com. Please, because we... I want more information on this. Yes. I want to know. I want to know. Um, one of the main sources I used was a really amazing document um, from the National Park Service. Hmm. It just had tons of information on, like, when things were built and what they were used for. Stuff like that. So that was super helpful. So we'll we'll stick some images. Do you have images that you want for the show notes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So check those out. Um, are we wrapping up? Should I do the, the social media spiel? Mm-hmm. Do you want to record yours, though? Because I... If you have time, yeah. Yeah. But that will be separate. So yeah, we'll yeah, end yeah. this episode. Yes, I know. We I record them in one I'm gonna day. I'm going to grab a cardigan real quick. Hold on. Okay. While Carly's grabbing her cardigan, please, if you're interested, give us a follow on Twitter at Sisterly Podcast or Instagram at Sisterly Podcast. Right Hold on two seconds. She's just walking away. Um, I have a website, MeganCarter.net. It's mostly about acting things. I'll make Carly tell you her website in a second. And I think... As of the day of recording this, definitely by the time... ...to keep our apartment a brisk, like, 68 degrees. But it's nice that you have air conditioning. Anyway, we're available on now on all uh, major podcast streaming sites, services. Um, so please, if you are interested, give us a... Uh, what do they say? Rate, review, and subscribe? Rate, review, and subscribe. You really appreciate Is that what they say on YouTube? Yeah. Or, um, if you are like, it's annoying when you do this, or I would like to hear more of this, Mm -hmm. give us an email. We're figuring this out, too. Happy to take suggestions. Just be kind. Yeah, I'm very sensitive. So while (laughs) you don't have to give it five stars, also remember that, like, we're people, and I cry a lot. And I get my feelings hurt, and... And then I have to talk her down. Yeah. Don't put me through that. Uh, Anyways, now we're just begging for kindness. Yeah, (laughs) anyways, follow us if you want, email us if you want, rate, review, and subscribe if you want. Mm Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Yeet. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Oh, tell tell them your website if you want to. My website? I, I told them my website, oh. just because I pay good money for it, oh, and yeah. I want people to look at it. CarterRoseSherman.com That's for acting stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I have. Me too. Mm-hmm. Sorry if that was disappointing. No, it wasn't. It's okay. It was intriguing, and I'm See? desperate for more. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, well. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Carly. Thank you so much for listening to our episode today. I really hope you liked it, um, as does Megan, of course. Yeah, we have some cool life announcements coming up. Uh, nothing we can report on yet, but I uh, can't wait to let you know. You guys can always follow us on our social media stuff, Sisterly Podcast on Instagram. Megan also made a Twitter. Um, I don't remember what it's called, though. You can also email us at sisterlyhistorymysteries at gmail.com. Please, 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 if you can, if you want to, rate, review, and subscribe. I can't believe I just said those words. I feel like I oh. But it really does help us out, you know, to gain some traction and also 
to, you know, learn what works for you guys, what you like, what you don't. So yeah, if you have a minute, that would mean a lot. Be honest, but, uh, you know, we're people and this is a, you know, work in progress for us and we're new. So it would help us out a lot. Constructive feedback is great. Things that you love, also great. Uh, okay. Good night.